0: Sebastian, I've got a problem, and I think you can help me with it. I would like to move
1: a business to the United States. Excellent. Very good. If they make an application to the embassy for a visa and that application is turned down, that individual will lose their right to travel visa-free to the United States under ESTA. Next week we are flying to Austin. Really? Yes. Flight's booked, booked. Let's go.
0: You're listening to Move Your Business to the United States with me, your host, Kevin Turley. So here I am at Gatwick Airport, just outside London, south of London. It's um, very early in the morning, yet this place is absolutely rammed full of people. And I'm on my way to America. I'm catching a flight in less than an hour. I'm not sure what to expect when I get to the other side. I hope Sebastian's going to be there. If not, it's going to be a very interesting few days. So here I am and I'm surrounded by people. It's very early in the morning here and this place is full of people. Where they're going to, where they're coming from, I have no idea. The whole world is here. It's United Nations in a departure lounge. I'm sure there's lots of human stories here, people starting out on journeys, going to make a new life in different parts of the world. And people maybe just going on holidays, people going to meet loved ones, people going to weddings, funerals and everything in between. And what I'm doing is going to visit a country, visit a city, where I think it may be possible to make a new life. Moving to America is a big deal. Moving one's family to the United States is a big decision once you're in the departure line it's like you've made a decision to go somewhere and it starts to hit home that this is this is for real. This isn't just a nice dream and the fantasy of moving to the United States. this is starting to feel real. I've deliberately avoided looking at websites about Austin and pictures of Austin because I just want to experience it because I think in making a life choice, It's very, very important that you decide to go and see something for real as it is, as opposed to what people tell you. So it's an adventure, but it's also a journey of discovery. The sun is shining in London. Uh, I believe it's pouring with rain in Austin. And also there's a hurricane between us and Austin. So it'll be very interesting to see what the flight's like. They're just about to call the flight. So it's that moment of boarding cards, passports, And a quick prayer that everything works out. Talk to you later.
2: And you think of words like newest and roomiest and best. But words alone are impersonal. Words alone can't tell the story of time and extra care that mean new concepts of comfort and of service. Words alone can't tell the story of the impact of the age of jets on all of us who travel, because that is a personal story. A story which, to be fully understood, must be personally experienced. United Jet Mainliner 803, over the gap on final. United Jet Mainliner 803, clear to land. 803, roger.
0: So here we are, in Austin Airport. I think it's Austin Airport, I hope it's not Austria or Australia just been through the U.S. immigration, which I must say was very pleasant. Everybody's very friendly. Um, You you can feel the heat already, though. I mean, this is going to be hot out there. Somebody said it's in their 30s. So, anyway, listen, unless I get deported in the next half an hour, so I think I'll be meeting Sebastian outside. Talk to you there. Boy Sebastian I'm glad to see you
1: I'm glad to see you Kevin I hope you had a good trip
0: I'm going to describe for our listeners just how you're dressed because I was that was the most shocking thing of all you are dressed like a Texas cowboy you've got the boots you've got the blue jeans and you've got the country shirt the sort of uh, checkered uh, blue shirt and the cowboy hat, my goodness! And don't forget the, the belt oh, and the, buckle, belt, you know, the and belt, the belt ostrich belt and belt buckle, you know. Don't forget about that. You know. Listen, the belt is so big, Elvis would have been proud of it. <laughs> I left London this morning, and it was chilly. It's autumnal in London, and we have come to uh, Austin. And the temperature here is what in all money?
1: Well, it's 91 degrees Fahrenheit, so that's what 35 degrees Celsius, I suppose. Wow, I mean that is hot and it feels hot. I mean we're, we're driving now on a freeway somewhere outside the
0: airport and it, this it is a beautiful sunny day. It's like a red hot summer in Spain or somewhere like that. Um, it's totally different to London. It feels totally different. Um, so where are we? I mean, we've just come out of an airport which is always a bit disorientating. Airports are the same the world over. We seem to be going up some wonderful sort of bridge heading up into the skies. Which part of Austin are we in?
1: Well, this, uh, the, so the airport um, the airport really is in the southeast of Austin and we are driving now uh, north uh, towards, where the, towards where the hotel is. I think what you, what you see and what a lot of people are surprised about when they first come to Texas is how lush and green everything is. People Up. always imagine it's like sandy and dry and indeed west Texas is that way but central Texas is incredibly lush and green.
0: You're, you're absolutely right, I couldn't believe it when we landed because I looked out the windows and it looked like Ireland. I mean it is extremely green
1: um, and it's, it's flat and it's green. Um, you have it, a lot of old oak trees, you can see that everywhere on the right, you know, that's the typical central Texas landscape.
0: Yeah, it, it, it does. It feels like a very sort of hot day in England, really. You know, and it's sort of, you know, just a similar sort of terrain outside Gatwick Airport or even Heathrow. It's it's that similar sort of green with with lots of oaks and um, a rather flattish land. But this is not what I expected. I expected dust, dirt, sand, and um, maybe the odd Apache. <laughs> and we're going past our first uh, water cooler over here on the right is that a
1: standard feature in this part of the world yeah definitely because obviously water tends to be a problem here sometimes you know at times um, right now it rains a lot but sometimes it's drier so that's why those water towers are very common here. does texas have a, a winter
0: that we would recognize as europeans
1: not really i mean um, th- there is definitely it's definitely cold uh, it can be cold here in the winter because um, there are no mountains in Texas, so cold air from Alaska, you know, can blow can blow in straight down south here. That's also why the weather can change really quickly. It can be very sunny and then at the same day temperatures can drop quite a lot, especially in the winter. So there are, you know, there is some time where it's definitely cold and, you know, where it could freeze, but it snows very rarely. I mean, last winter it snowed, but that was the first time in like 30 years or so, you know. So it happens very rare. But yes, winters can be a bit chilly, so you definitely need heating.
0: I must say, um, this is my first trip to Texas, my first trip to the United States for for a number of years, but it's my first trip to Texas, and I have to say, it's a little bit disorientating because it is so huge, it feels huge, and from a European perspective, one realizes that we think we know
1: America, but we really don't. Would you agree with that,
0: Sebastian, until you live here, maybe?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's also very, you know, every state is different, and then in a huge state like Texas, areas of the state are different, too, so... It's really many different people, you know, in a way, in one country. I mean, there's a lot that unites them too, you know. Can you remember the first time you came to Texas? Yeah, I can. I mean, that was only that was only back in 2010, I think. Yeah, and then I moved here in 2011. And what was what was
0: your experience of getting off the plane? Were you with your family or was it just a trip on your own to have a look around?
1: No, it was my family. In fact, we lived in Miami at the time, and we took, you know, we we drove up here, which is around a three or four day drive uh, to Miami. And uh, we drove up here, yeah, and we liked it so much that we later moved here, yeah. So it wasn't such a shock to the system because you were already in the United States. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, it wasn't that such a shock, yeah, but it's, of course, very different, uh, you know, to Miami, yeah. I haven't seen any cowboys or Indians yet. No, no, I mean, you know. Uh, Other than yourself as a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) When we will go more to the small towns, you know, like on Sunday, you would definitely see that. You would see... Um, on Sunday, man going to church, you know, in a cowboy hat. And of course they take it off when they go to church, but you would see
2: that on Sunday, I promise you. You boys like traveling? Yeah, especially this way. You can see a lot. And you can always catch a bus. But I thought a cowboy always rode his horse every place he went. They do, ma'am. but my horse is a regular homebody, so I make the long trips by myself. Of course, I send him postcards along the way. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hi,
0: you're listening to Move Your Business to the United States. Just a quick word from our sponsors, Mount Bonnell Advisors. The people there have been advising clients on moving stateside for years. For all your needs, both business and practical, head over to mountbonnell.com to find out more. Thanks for listening. So here I am in Texas. I'm speaking to you from the Van Sant Hotel in Austin, and I'm about to be taken downtown by Sebastian.
1: This is basically just uh, south of downtown. And it's just next to I-35, still on the west side of the town, across I-35, East Austin starts.
0: And the first place we visit is Rainy Street, famous for its bars, nightlife, and an epicenter for entrepreneurs.
1: So all these houses, you know, used to look like this house there. This is kind of a, you know, it's rather run down, you know. Sure. And then they were repainted um, to look like the houses there now. So as you can see, it was nothing special at all. But then entrepreneurs came in and converted each of these little houses into establishments, bars, restaurants.
0: And, and will this uh, will this continue this kind of development? Will you think that there'll be other properties bought and turned into?
1: Well, on the other other side of I-35 is East Austin, which traditionally used to be an area of segregation, you know, where the African-American community had to live, really. Um, Also that area is being more and more gentrified. So there are loads more more of these houses on the other side of I-35. And many of those are either converted into modern residences or also restaurants, bars, businesses. This looks like an interesting
2: place.
1: The flag there with the cannon is a a traditional Texas flag of a county or a city, I can't remember. It says under the gun, come and take it, you know? It's an invitation to the enemy to, an invitation to the Mexicans, you know? yes, Not to surrender the weapons, but you know, if you want them, come and get it. Well, you have talked about the need for grit for entrepreneurs, so I guess uh, Texas has got that spirit. Another thing that Austin is famous for, those food trucks. You will see them everywhere throughout the city. Why is that? Um, Because it's a cheap way for an entrepreneur to start up a food business, you know? Um, I mean, as you will remember, there was also a food truck movement in London a few years ago. They copied it essentially from here. Are
0: these these kind of glorified pop-ups
1: then? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah, but they are throughout the city, and it's, uh, as I said, you know, a lot of these businesses have then grown to proper, very nice restaurants, you know? once they had established themselves. So as you can imagine, this is hipster central. And of course, the people, um, this has been kind of gentrified, you know, because the people who go here now, and if you look at these very expensive apartment buildings here, you know, the people who live here now are um, software developers, people with a lot of disposable income. So let's go back into Rainy Street and have a drink in one of the bars. Okay, let's go.
2: But travelling salesmen are always on the move, even when they want to be at home. Jet flight means that, no matter how far their trips may take them, from now on, they will always have more time for fun and leisure with their families.
0: So Sebastian took me for a drink or two, and we got to talking about the places and the people he was going to introduce me to.
1: Let's have that three pound snap please.
0: It may have been the bourbon, but boy, it sure sounded good.
2: Yeah, I got Let me uh, work over let me run it down
0: By the end of the night I was dead tired. And it seemed a long way from London. It was time to grab an Uber, and while we were heading back to the hotel, our driver told us all about Austin.
3: Hi, my name's Sam. I've lived my whole life in Austin but three years moved right back I love Austin because it has a little bit everything it has uh, nightlife it has hiking trails it has Barton Springs and like fresh springs it's got you know the music scene it has just friendly people and it has everything that you can really think of that you would want out of a city Unfortunately, it has traffic, but other than that, <laughs> other than that, uh, so everything is it, else is great about Austin. I know quite a few people who have families here and do all the normal things. They have, you know, a lot of different parks that they take their kids to. There's all kinds of things like that as well, you know, that, uh, that families do. Um, and, uh, you know, between restaurants or, anything Austin has everything for single people for family people for families anything like that I only get positive reactions from even all the visitors I've never had anybody cut I can't think of anybody that I've ever had in the year I've been ubering and lifting say that they didn't like Austin I don't think there's been one single person I mean most people are do a lot of the nightlife stuff in rainy 6th Street uh, you get some people that'll go up to um, uh, Red Rock up and up in the domain uh, you get some people that'll come for shopping and things like the domain or just coming to campus or the football game's a big draw this week Texas USC football is king in Texas so the Texas any any Texas game is big but this one's bigger just because it's USC which is another big team. Uh, we have, we played them last year, almost beat them, but uh, before that we hadn't played them since we beat them in the national championship game. But uh, it is a big deal, like, like it, it draws a lot of interest. You get a lot of people that come to Austin just because they know Austin is a great city. Like I've already, I've already Ubered around probably eight to 10 people that came in just for this game. For one, one's a Michigan fan, but wow. he was like, um, it's Texas USC and then others were, you know, USC fans. But it's wow. like a lot of people will just come in for all of, like just cause it's Texas football.
0: So it was clear, football is king in Austin. But I was more interested in what it was like to live in
3: Austin and how it was changing. Austin is growing a lot. I've been here, like I said, 33 years, and Austin is is grown huge. the the joke The joke is the city's uh, bird is the crane, <laughs> because we got all these cranes building all these big big skyscrapers. Up. I know my mom told me when they were kids, they actually didn't have a they had a city ordinance where you couldn't build anything taller than the Capitol but as you can see yourself, that's definitely not the case anymore. Like, there's lots of buildings quite a bit bigger than the Capitol. I do have a lot of relatives that have been here for a while and they'll complain and they'll be like, ah, oh, it's just getting too big and too much traffic and too much of everything. But to me, I've never, like, it's just, it's always grown like that my whole life. And it's just part of being in Austin. It would be hard. I've had some opportunities to leave and I haven't taken them. Like, it would be hard for me, especially since most of my family's here. It's not just the city to me, though. Like, I know so many people. You know, I'd be losing all those connections as well. All kinds of jobs here. Like, I mean, in, in all kinds of different fields. So most, like, I mean, even though you have, you know, the. The multiple universities that we have here, there's still so many jobs to be to, to be had. So it's the of the of shores is a Something which, to fully
2: understand, we should personally experience. Wherever you may be, wherever you may go, to points east, to the Midwest, to the Pacific Coast, or over the Pacific to Hawaii, speed, comfort, and convenience are opening broad new horizons of personal pleasure as we fly into a new and wonderful age of travel.
0: Next time on Move Your Business to the United States...
2: We have a lot of houses available. In fact, in July alone in the Austin area, 3,000 single family homes were purchased and sold in, in Austin area. In Williamson County, 1,000. So that's just in one month. There's builders building like crazy right now.
0: You've been listening to Move Your Business to the United States with me, Kevin Turley. A huge thanks to my producer, Emmett Glynn, who produced this podcast for Mount Bonnell Media. To find out more, go to mountbonell.com. And remember, dream big, dream America.